Hey friends, this is our brand new podcast that we are so excited to share with the local realtors. So welcome to the local realtor show. I am your host, Amy Mathewson with Chandra Pelican. Today we are talking about what we should ask the listing agent before submitting an offer. My favorite topic. One of them. Yes. <laughs> it's so important. And Very. I think in training, a lot of times it could get overlooked. Um, well, and I mean, before we even get into the meat of what are the questions, yeah. just simply asking a question already opens the lines of communication and a relationship being established with the listing agent. Yes. So, I mean, even if you only have one question to ask, at least you are making the effort to reach out to them and, you know, to learn a little bit more about their seller situation. Yes. And as a, I mean, your buyer is going to have questions normally mm -hmm. that they want an answer on. Um, they always have a question. I don't know what it is, but. Right. How is the furnace? There you go. <laughs> or the one question that people ask that I do not like is, why are they selling? <laughs> There are a million reasons right. they're selling. They're selling because it's time to move. <laughs> I like that because it's time to move. Yes. Because uh, um, that's personal. So I don't ask that question, but that's why they're selling. But yes, there's so many questions. And I would say feedback is important. So give your feedback. Clients are interested, considering an offer or whatever it might be. And you know, when you give feedback, be honest. You can be honest mm. and direct, but not rude. Yes. You know, so because sometimes I know people are like, oh, well, I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. And it's like you can you can just deliver it nicely. And, you know, you can always end with thank you so much for the opportunity of letting me view your beautiful home or or drop the word beautiful if that's not necessary, you know, not warranted. Right. Yes. But it's just like because I mean, kind of like on one of our podcasts that we spoke about before is like having to deliver potential feedback saying the home is stinky. Yes. You know, it's sometimes hard for a seller to hear. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's just ways that you can soften that. And I used to, I mean, we're not, this is off topic for today's conversation, but I'll just say I used to avoid saying that because I thought, oh, I don't want to hurt someone's feelings. And then as a listing agent, I realized sometimes I need someone to give mm -hmm. that feedback because they need to hear it from someone else. So finding the nice way to say that. But we'll do another topic on feedback to yeah. come. Stay tuned. That exactly. one's to come. <laughs> so back to... Your client's interested in the house. They want to submit an offer. You're going to call the listing agent. What are we going to ask them, Chandra? Oh, well, can I can I give you all my questions I'm going to ask yes. right now? <laughs> Tell me all of them. Um, well, I would call and say, do you have any offers already in hand? Yes. And, then, and if they say no, we don't have any offers, I would then follow, follow it up with, are you expecting any? Mm -hmm. Because that's two different questions. Are you expecting some and do you have some? Or, you know, that could, that could be very vital. Yes. And I'll um, add to that too, in this current market, um, with the multiple offer situation, I noticed people would start asking, how many do you have? Which I had never even heard prior to that. But, um, yeah, I always start with something like, man, these buyers absolutely loved this house. That bar backyard is gorgeous. How many offers do you guys currently mm -hmm. have? Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, I would also say, you know, what, what's important to your seller? If you're yes. willing to share, like, what is it? And a lot of what we've experienced, um, with our buyer agents is that sometimes when they ask that, the listing agent doesn't know how to answer. Mm -hmm. So then we kind of have to guide them like, well, is it possession? Or, you know, is it, you know, is it money? Is it like, and then the, it seems like sometimes the listing agent sometimes needs a little guiding. And then they maybe will be like, well, actually it's this. 
So, and then, you know, which leads you into a multitude more of questions. Well, if it's possession, okay, well, what, what is it that they're looking for? Right. Do they or, need a 45 day close or longer? Do they need post possession? Yeah. Do they need it closed as quick as possible? What are they needing there on the possession side of it? Yeah. You know, and another, another good one I think is, um, does your seller have a certain time frame that they need for a response? Mm, yes. How can I make this offer? What time, you know, time frame can I put in our for our expiration that would be good for you and your seller? Yes. Because sometimes they're like, oh, well, thank you because you're not giving, you know, sometimes you, we get that offer that's like four hours. I need to know. Oh, my goodness. Here, it's full price. It's this and that, you know, and it's like, but sometimes that doesn't work for the seller. What if it's an estate? What if there's, you know, family members across the country? Right. And sellers work a job. So you as a realtor might not even be able to contact them in the next four hours. So it's just unrealistic. It's a good point. So it's good, good things to ask. And then, you know, another one, and this kind of, we were talking about this prior, is ask the listing agent, how do you want me to communicate with you? Mm. Is it best yeah. for me to text you, email you, call you, or all three? And because that's, you know, the last thing you want is for, you know, just to be texting the listing agent when they really just want you to pick up the phone call and have a conversation. So, mm -hmm. you know, I just think asking that up front really will help. And some people really don't prefer conversations. They're like, please just text. Mm -hmm. And, and they don't want to okay, talk. But at least yes. we know, right? We know that that's how we need to communicate with them. Yes. And that starts the transaction off on the right foot. Right. Because you're giving them what you want. Mm -hmm. um, one thing think? I would say too is finding out FHA or conventional. And hopefully you've already looked into this before you even showed your house to your client, especially if they're um, an FHA buyer. If the listing is not listed as accepting FHA offers, call the realtor and ask ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And then that way the realtor has an opportunity to say, hey, show us your own risk. If anything comes up, we don't have an offer on the table. We could consider it. But when you show it and then submit it and they were only looking for cash or conventional. Yeah. It's a waste of everybody's time. It is. It now, is. To that point, too, if they're cash and conventional and you call and you say, hey, would you entertain an FHA offer? And the listing agent might, you know, be like, well, we're a little gun shy about that. Then maybe you've already had the conversation with your buyer where you're going to say, you know what, they want to go, they need to go FHA or they want to go FHA. However, they're willing to pay up to $2,000 in right. repairs if need be. Would then you consider an FHA offer? Right. And, and you could figure out you can ask the listing agent, what is the reason you're not able to go FHA? Is this something that the buyer could handle? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, if it comes up, we'll take that risk, something like that. But yeah. yes, that's a huge question, knowing that when you're submitting an offer, it's, right. I think, so important. One of them, this has worked well with us, um, and this is, I mean, we haven't had to use it a lot, but when you go into the house, you know, you can get an idea of if the seller is still living there and if they have a lot to move or whatnot. And that might give you an idea on possession. But maybe asking the listing agent if it would help if the buyers agree to like empty out the home for them. Like if it's an estate sale and you've got mm -hmm. a seller, two sellers in two different states and a home here in Northwest Indiana, like maybe it's something that we can write into the offer of like, hey, we'll take this pressure off of you and we'll bring in a moving company. Nice. Yeah. And or, you know, and, and just offer that up. I mean, that's showing what could be like that could be more important to a, a seller that's in, a, in an estate than, yes. than the money. Yes. Because that, that's their time. I mean, time is money. So maybe it's worth taking a lower priced offer, knowing that a buyer is going to come in and help right. do, help do some of that. Yes. And I mean, you, that's even going into waiving inspections or agreeing to as is and all of that. 
All of this being said, you are still representing your buyer. So make sure that you've talked to your buyer ahead of time to understand how they feel about this because you don't want to say, oh, sure, we could do a 45-day close, no problem. And your buyer is like, no, my lease is up in 30 days. Right. So you want to make sure that you understand your client. And even if you don't know all the answers for your buyer, at least don't speak out for them. Just get the knowledge like, okay, I know they're looking for 45 days. Let me relay that back to my buyer and I'll get back to you. Um, But don't like, you don't want to put your buyer in a bad situation just because you found more information Mm -hmm. that wouldn't help. Yeah. Those are probably some of my favorite, you know, I would say, but I think the, as a whole, it's just the more information you can find out up front. Yes. Is so much better for all parties. Yeah. And sometimes the question could just be, hey, I noticed the listing doesn't say the washer and dryer are included. Is that something they're open to leaving? Are they negotiable on that? Um, you know, it could be a simple question like that. Mm-hmm. So That's the thing, too. That's funny you brought that up because sometimes, too, we just went through, I went through a training with one of our buyer specialists on this where he just put in his contract the appliances that were listed in the MLS, which is fine, right? Mm-hmm. However, that particular buyer really wanted the washer and dryer. And he's like, well, I just didn't even, like, I, I didn't ask for it. And I was like, you can ask for whatever you want. I said, because the rest of that offer was so good that he had written to that listing agent. They didn't counter anything. They just accepted it. So imagine if he would have put that washer and dryer in there. Mm, yeah. More than likely, they're going to accept it that way yes. versus countering it just to keep a washer and dryer. Yes. So, I mean, it's kind of, it's not quite the topic that we're on, but it's just, it's interesting in when you're looking at it like that is like, just ask. Yes. You know, unless they're outright saying, no, I'm taking it with me. But I mean, if you, if you didn't address that with them, just throw it in there and see. Put it in Worst there. Worst they can do is say like no. the hot tub. Is the hot tub staying on the back deck? You know, ask mm-hmm. those kinds of questions. Or a smoker or, you know, like, hey, would they be willing to leave the grill in the backyard? Right. There's some questions like that. that are you know what's funny important. about grills? Yes. Off top. It's that... <laughs> Gas grills are, they're gas, you know, I mean, they're like connected. Yes. And there's been a lot of like, does it stay? Does it not? Is it an appliance? Is it not? It's like, I always say, when in doubt, ask for it. Yeah. You know, like if you don't think it's staying, but you want it, then just write it down. Gas grill to stay. Right. Turn off the gas first, but but leave it, please. Yes. Yes. That's so good. So I think just to wrap it up, number one, you're going to ask, do you have any offers on the table? Mm -hmm. It's definitely where you want to start. Um, and then start finding out what is most important to that seller, um, especially when you're going against multiple offers. And, you know, too, um, the escalation clause, which I know is a topic in itself. Yes. And that's another maybe another um, talk that we can do. But I think it's important to ask the listing agent if they want to use an es- like if they would even mm-hmm. entertain escalation. That is a good point. Because some of them really don't want anything to do with it and they will choose the offer that doesn't have the escalation clause. So sometimes that doesn't always win. Yeah, because it could it gets a little more complicated. Mm-hmm. Not, not that it's too hard, but it does. Right. But every, I mean, every listing agent is different and how like whether they're seasoned or newer and how they've done business. And, and every seller is different. Yeah, seller could just exactly. be like, no, I don't, I'm not going to get that detail. Just tell me what you want. I'll accept it or not. So. Right. I love it. But I just want to encourage you realtors out there, pick up the phone and call or shoot a text, but get some more information for your buyer so that you're submitting an offer that is best for your buyer, but also is what the seller's looking for. That's what we're there. We're there to reach an agreement between two parties. That's Absolutely. where we provide our value. So we'll catch you guys next time on the next episode.